You're listening to Stand Out Get Noticed, episode 180. Hi there, Rockstar, and welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed. I'm Christina Cantor's speaker, coach, and founder of The C Method, where I help high-performing professionals and business leaders build powerful communication skills. You can learn more at thecmethod.com. Now, each week on the podcast, we address a different topic to help you build a success mindset, present yourself with confidence, build strong relationships, and be an all-round better human. Join our community over on Facebook, um, search for the group The C-Method Rockstars, or you can go to thecmethod.com slash community. Come on over and join the conversation. We cannot wait to meet you. Okay, today's podcast is all about how to create a strong, impactful opening when you speak. And I love this. I love this topic. I love being able to help others. This is what I do with my coaching, helping people to create that impactful opening that really connects with their audience. Now tell me, how often have you been to a presentation or you know, watched someone speak and they started very boring, very generic. It was like, hi everyone. Thanks for coming today. Today we're talking about this. Okay. So what is this thing we're going? And then they just blah, 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 blah. And there's no connection. There's no impact. And maybe you've noticed this before when you are presenting to others, where you start to speak and you start to see people slowly drift off. They start checking their phones They start thinking, when's lunch happening? Um, What am I going to do after work today? Um, Do I need to, or is that a text from my child? What do I need to do? So they start getting distracted. And this is what happens when you don't open your presentation in a really strong, powerful way. So today I want to share with you one of my methodologies for starting a presentation. Now, I'm not saying that this is the only way. There are many, many ways you can successfully open a presentation, but I'm going to share with you one that I find really impactful. I use it for most of my presentations, and this is what I help my clients to do as well, to go through this process. And if you can do this well, oh my goodness, it's going to make such a difference to your overall success as a speaker. And not only will you connect better with your audience, which means you'll have more influence and a greater impact with them, not only that, but you'll also feel more confident as a speaker. Because when you start strong, then you'll feel more confident as you go on. And oftentimes, the only part of the presentation that I I really practice is the start. And yes, I practice. If you join the Facebook group, you'll see that I I post uh, live videos of me practicing my presentation introductions. But I'm a big believer in if you practice that intro over and over and over and over again and you start strong, you are going to feel really confident and relaxed for the rest of your presentation and the rest will just flow. So I want to get into this structure. And this is something I worked through with a client of mine the other day. She's um, a quite, a quite high, a well, well, well-respected leader in her company. And she was asked to give a talk to a group of younger women in the industry. So it was part of more of a, like a mentoring session. And she was like, I don't know. I just don't know how to start. And so this is the structure that we went, that we went through. 
Now, the first thing that I do every time that I get on stage is I thank the person who has introduced me. So it's going to be the MC if it's a big event, or it'll simply be the person who's organized the event who's introduced you. It's all, and the reason why we do this is because it makes them feel really special because like, believe me, I've been MC before. I love being MC, but not many speakers actually acknowledge the MC and it feels nice to be appreciated. So what I always do is I always say, um, hi everyone, can we keep the applause going for our MC? Yay. And I get everyone to keep clapping because chances are they're clapping you as you're going up, you get them to keep clapping. This does multiple things. It's getting them energized because they're clapping, they're moving. Yes. It's showing appreciation to the MC, which shows that you are a lovely human and that you appreciate others. So the audience is going to look at you more favorably. And it also establishes you as someone who's ready to take charge. You've given the audience a directive. So you've, you've basically just told them to do something, right? But you've made it sound, you know, you've made it sound um, lovely, like a lovely request. Can we keep the applause going for our MC? Yay, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. That's what you're saying, right? So you're doing multiple things in that simple, simple opening. You're making it about other people as opposed to, hey, everyone, I'm on stage. Look at me. How fabulous am I? You're not doing that. You're thanking someone else and directing the attention towards them. So that's a wonderful way to start. And it also gives, buys you a little bit of time if you're feeling like a little scrambled and you're like, okay, I just need to calm down. Thanking someone else, directing the attention elsewhere, just keeping that applause going um, gives you that a few more seconds to, to think and, and prepare your mind. Okay, so the next thing that I encourage people to do um, and that I do as well is to start off very enthusiastic and and simply say, you know, good morning, everyone. I'm so excited to be here. It's lovely to see so many, um, you know, name who the audience is, so many women, so many business owners, um, so many um, businesses here today who are all looking to, and then you can add in um, what the goal is, you know, who are all looking to connect with each other or they're all looking for strategies on on growing their business. So you just just a nice summary welcome sentence. Please, whatever you do, don't say, Thank you all for coming. And I say this because it's just so old and people use it over and over. We don't want that. You're not a boring presenter, okay? We want to start in a way that is different to what most people are used to. And saying, thank you for coming is really not going to stand out. So let's Let's bring some enthusiasm and say, you know, good morning. I'm excited to be here. So wonderful to see so many people who have an interest in this or looking to achieve this. Now, the next thing that I do is I get, so that's your welcome. The next thing that I do is to get audience buy-in. Now, this is extremely important. Your audience is sitting there. Look, they may have come on their own accord. So they may, may have chosen to be there. Or they may have been told that they need to come. You know, it's part of their job or their company has sent them. But either way, you need to show them or you need them to um, give, give their buy-in. So for them to understand why they're there. So the way that I usually do this is I get people to raise their hands. So I'll pick three reasons, right? You'll, and you'll, know that you'll see in a moment the rule of three is very important. 
I pick three reasons as to why people might be there. And those reasons could be they're here to network with others. They're here to learn something new. They're here to gain some insights from the speakers. They're here to um, get out of the workplace for an afternoon. Okay, the reasons could be funny, interesting, um, as well as, you know, more normal, serious ones. So what I always do is I go normal. I say normal, normal, um, funny. So I'll say, this is how it sounds. I'll say, okay, can I get a show of hands? Raise your hand if you're here to connect with other like-minded individuals. Then I raise my hand. You always, and I always have people, some people raise their hand. Then I say, who is here to gain some amazing new insights from all the wonderful speakers? People raise their hand. Um, So I do those two first. And when you do this, it gets people raising their hand in that acknowledgement of, yes, I'm here to do this. So you're getting their buy-in for simply being there. If you just get up and just start talking, go, I'm doing this and I'm talking about this and blah, blah, blah. Subconsciously, people might be thinking, wait, why, why are you talking about this? Like, why am I even, why am I even here? Wait, hang on. Do I have better things to do today? Wait, wait, what's on Facebook? You know, so you might start to lose them. So when you grab their attention and make them physically move, which is raise their hand, they're telling themselves, oh yes, I'm here to do that, which then switches their brain on automatically to then wanting to listen to you because you're about to say, you know, whatever you're here for, like I'm going to address that in this, in this presentation. So I've got the, the two normal things. So who's here to, for example, you know, meet and connect with other people, raise your hand. Who is here to um, learn some new insights from our amazing speakers, raise your hands. And then I'll say, and who's here for the free wine? So I'll, I'll pick something that is, you know, true. So obviously there's got to be some free wine there. If I'm going to say free wine, it could be other things like who's here for the free food, who's here to get out of the office. You could even make it funny and say um, who was dragged here by their partner, um, who was here because their boss told them they needed to come, you know, so pick something that's true and, and a little bit humorous and you will get people who raise their hands and everyone will have a bit of a laugh, a bit of a giggle. And then you can joke and say, oh, there's always a few. Look, I appreciate your honesty. And that way you're getting people engaged. And even the people who were dragged there feel appreciated. A friend of mine was once telling me how she went to an Ed Sheeran concert here in Melbourne and there was like mostly, you know, young screaming girls who went, but there was a handful of dads and boyfriends who were clearly dragged there. And apparently Ed Sheeran said to everyone, um, said, oh, so um, this one's for the dads and the boyfriends who were dragged here. I'm really sorry. I know this isn't your music, but if you can just play along and, and clap along and just try to have a good time, you know, I, we all appreciate you being here. And my friend was saying that it was so amazing that he said that because even the people who didn't want to be there then connected with him and then appreciated him because they're thinking, oh, they understand us. So there's nothing wrong with saying who just wants to get out of the office, you know, or who's here, who's here because for the, for the free ticket or, you know, who was dragged here. They are then going to be connected even though they weren't at the start, okay? So that's a really wonderful way to get them on board. So, um, okay, so you've done your, your buy-in. So who's here to do this? Who's here to do this? And who's here to do this? The funny one. Then you can say, um, oh, look, it's, um, it's great. I appreciate your honesty. There's always a few. Um, 
and then you go into your um, your introduction. So this is before you've even said anything about yourself. You're engaging the audience, getting them getting their buy-in. So from there, after you've got the buy-in, you can say, you know, well, I'm I'm confident that all of you will get something out of out of this session. My name is. Christina Cantors, whatever. And I am, and I am the, you know, you can say your role. My name's Christina and this is what I do. Um, and then you go into, and then this is really important. Well, then what we do is we address the audience problems. So you're not even talking about what you're about to talk about yet. Okay. We're addressing the audience problems. Now this is critical at this point. In fact, this is the place that I spend the most amount of work on when I'm preparing a presentation because I might have the same content. Let's say it's how to be a confident speaker. I might have the same content on how to be a confident speaker that can apply to multiple audiences, multiple presentations, but the problems that the audience are facing are going to be different. I'll give you an example. I was running a um, training program for some academics for an architecture school and I spoke, I called up, um, so whoever, the lady who was booking me, I asked if I could be put in touch with three um, participants of that workshop. So she did and I have a, had a chat to them and I asked them, so what are the biggest challenges when it comes to communicating, you know, in your, in your work? And I got them to share with me. This is a 10-minute phone call. Okay, 10 minutes each, really quick. I asked them what were their challenges? What were some of the negative consequences of those challenges? So, oh, so it's um, you know, it's hard to manage everyone's different opinions. Okay, and then what effect does that have? What detrimental effect does that have? And they say, oh, because it slows down the project and I can't get my work done, blah, blah, blah. Can't meet deadlines, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I asked them, so if you were to attend a presentation on this topic, so my topic, um, what would be some benefits for you if, if you would be able to help, if you could be helped to do this better? And then I get the answer. So I do that for three people. Now, the responses I get from those academics, they are going to be different, very different to a different audience. For example, I did the same thing for some real estate agents. Oh, sorry, they weren't agents. They were um, property managers in real estate. And so asking these property managers what their challenges were, it came down to um, being bombarded with emails, managing the client expectations, being pulled in multiple directions at once. And and those are very different problems. So if I'd gone in there and tried to come up with some generic problems, it wouldn't have worked. So your assignment, and and I... I highly recommend you do this for every presentation you do is to go out there and to research your audience. If you can call up three of them, or maybe, you know, the organizer very well, or you have a friend who's in the present in the audience, ask them, what are the biggest challenges you face around this topic? What are the detrimental results, the negative um, effects of, of this problem? And if there was a, a speech or presentation or workshop about this about this topic, which is your topic, what would be some of those benefits to you? And then once you've done this research, you you I want you to pick. This is what you do. You pick three main problems, three problems that your audience has, and then you're going to talk about those problems 
in your introduction. So to flick back to our, um, so we're linking sentence. So we've got audience buy-in, then we say who our name is, and then, um, then you can say, you know, I've had experience in this industry or, or if, if you haven't, you can say, now, I don't know much about being a property manager, whatever. Um, but say, but I've, I've, I've been speaking with some people and I've come to learn what it can be like. And man, it sounds stressful. And then you go into what the problems are. Um, for, you know, and I would say, so for example, some of you may feel like you're getting pulled in all directions at once. Some of you may feel like you, it's impossible to manage the amount of email coming in. And as a result, your clients are unhappy and, and don't get the results that they want straight away. Some of you may feel like you're unable to clearly express yourself when it comes to dealing with difficult clients. So we're, so we're addressing these problems, like pick the three main ones. And, and the way you phrase it is you say it like, some of you may be feeling like this. So you're not saying, who of you has this problem? I mean, you could, but if it's a sensitive problem, people may not want to admit to it in public. So you can simply say, some of you may feel like you're frustrated Some with this. Some of you may feel like you don't have a clear direction as to where your career is about to go. You know, whatever, you know, the challenge is going to be very specific to your audience. Once you've outlined these challenges, you can then say, as a result, and as a result of this, you may be feeling like, and then you share the overall negative consequence of those problems. And those problems, all the negative consequences tend to come back towards health, wealth, and relationships. So all of these little problems that people have, these are all coming back to, uh, at, a, at a big picture, they're impacting your health. So you might be stressed, burnt out, no longer to work. It could affect your wealth. So you're not getting a promotion. You're not making as much money as you would like. You're not getting the business growth you want. Um, and relationships. So it could be damaging the work relationships you have. Um, you might be it could be damaging your personal relationships or feeling like you you don't belong or that you're in a good place with those relationships. So you want to chunk up, it's called. So we've talked about these sort of micro problems. Oh, too many email, for example, too much email. That's a like a, a one problem. But the result of too much email is that you feel stressed, overworked, and eventually you burn out. Yeah, so we need to think of these higher level implications. So once you've shared what those high level implications are, the audience is sitting there going, oh my God, I didn't know, I didn't even think about the fact that this problem was going to lead to, you know, um, have such a, a negative impact in, in my life. You know, I, oh man, I really want to listen to what you have to say now. So you want, you're getting them engaged in this way. So at this point, they're thinking this person is going to solve these problems. Well, your, spe your speech is addressing these problems, right? The things you're about to share are going to address those problems in some capacity. But what you're doing in the opening is making it very clear that you understand their problems and that you've done your research and that you know that these problems are impacting their health, their wealth, and their relationships. 
And when you can demonstrate this to them, the audience is going to tune in and connect with you like nothing else. They're going to be hanging for the next thing that you say. Now, some of you might be thinking, oh, but Christina, I don't want to like promise them too much. Aren't they just going to get disappointed? I don't want to be like one of those, you know, over the top salesy people. And it's okay. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not going to say to them that you're going to solve all of these problems in this one um, speech or this one presentation, but you are sharing them some ways they can get started working towards it. Yeah. So, um, so we're up, so we've gone to the, you know, we've talked about the negative consequences. So everyone's feeling a little bit, oh, negative consequences. Now this is where you turn it around. So we do a switcheroo and we turn it around and you can say something like, but I know that you can overcome these things. You know, you could say, I've, I've been through it before, or I've helped clients do the same thing. And today we're going to explore some ways in which you can. And then you talk about over, you know, overcoming those problems and the results that they will get. So we've turned it around. Okay. I'm going to recap over this in a moment so that you, um, you know, so that you, you've got it all. Um, but you, it's a really good idea to write this down as well. So if you do have a pen, should have mentioned this earlier, sorry. If you have a pen and paper, it's probably a good idea to, to write this down. Um, so we've done, we've turned it around and then this is when they're going, oh yes, that's what I want to do. This is when you introduce yourself. Okay. Only after you've captured the audience attention, you've got their buy-in, you've addressed their problems, you've told them that you can turn things around and there is a way that you can improve. And, and this is what I'm going to share with you today. And then you go into you. Okay. So you might then share your story and go, so you say, you know, today I'm going to help you to achieve this. Does that sound good? Awesome. Um, and then you go into an introduction and you can, this is where you give your credentials. You know, I'm Christina. Um, you know, I, I used to be terrified of public speaking, you know, back in architecture school. And you can share like your your story and make it related back to, you know, your your speech. Um so you show you you share your credentials and you can say things like, you know, I've experienced firsthand what it's like to have these challenges. So I'm really excited to be sharing some of my stories and my lessons with you today. Now, if you haven't personally experienced um, those same things that your audience is going through, that's okay. You can talk about similar experiences that you've had or um uh, instances where you've helped someone to overcome these problems, whether it's a client or you've supported your team or whatever. So don't feel like you have to have personally experienced everything that you're helping your clients with. Okay. You can share stories of other people and that's the opening. And from there you go into your main point. So, um, so you go into your, um, main point one, main point two, main point three, et cetera, et cetera. But today we're focusing purely on the opening. And as you can hear, there's a lot of work that goes in just for the opening, just to the opening. Now I'm going to recap. So if you didn't write this down earlier, then grab out your pen, a pen and paper and, um, and write this down. So to recap, firstly, there's the welcome, applaud the MC, thank them for the wonderful introduction. Next, show them how enthusiastic you are to be there. Show them you're excited. 
none of this. Thanks for coming, everyone. Today we're talking about, no, I don't want to hear any of that. The next thing is to get audience buy-in. So that's, let's number these. So number one is the welcome. Number two is show enthusiasm. Number three is get audience buy-in. So get them to raise their hands. Who's here to this? Who's here to do this? And who's here to do this? Number three, uh, sorry, number four, we then have you addressing the audience's problems. So this is what requires research beforehand. And you can say, some of you may feel this. Some of you may feel this way. Number, Number two, two, three. So number four is addressing audience problems. Number five, results of the problems. So as a result of these problems, you're going to, you know, chunk up, go bigger picture. Number six, then turn it around. Say, look, I know you can overcome these things. I've experienced it myself or I've helped people to do that or we've done this at our company before. So you turn it around and then you explain and then you explain what your presentation is going to achieve, the results. So I know you can overcome these things and today, and that's what this presentation is all about. Today we're going to explore this, 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 the results. So that was number six. And then number seven is then your story. This is when you say, this is only at this point is when you start to introduce yourself. So I hope that all makes sense for you. I'm thinking now I might actually, would you like me to um, show you what this looks like in action? Of course you do. I mean, I don't know. You might be saying no. If that's the case, then maybe you've switched off already. <laughs> but all right, I'll give you an example. So I'm, I'm doing this off the cuff, by the way. So I didn't, I didn't plan on doing this, but I will do now because I think it will help you to just see what it looks like. Okay, so let's pretend that I'm speaking to a group of professional women, all in tech professions, who are looking to build their um, confidence in the workplace and they want to be able to speak up more. Okay, so I get introduced. I come in. Can we keep that the applause going for our MC? Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. Really appreciate it. Now, good evening, everyone. How are we? Good. Awesome. Look, I'm so excited to be here with a group of, with such a, a wonderful group of women who are all here to improve themselves and, and develop themselves and to create a, uh, to advance themselves further in the workplace. Amazing. Can I just get a show of hands? Who's here to learn some tools and techniques on how to be more assertive in the workplace? Raise hand. You, uh, you at home listening can raise your hand too if you want. And who's here to connect and network with other like-minded individuals? Raise hand. Awesome. And who's here for the free wine? That's okay. There's always a few. I appreciate your honesty. Well, that's all good. Well, whatever it is that you're here for, I'm confident that you are going to get a lot out of this evening. My name is Christina Cantors and I run a training business called The C Method, where I help high-performing professionals to have more confidence, influence, and impact in the workplace. And I so I used to be an architect and as a graduate, especially a, a woman in a, a male-dominated industry and being very young, I know what the challenges can be like. Um, for example, some of you may feel like you have great ideas, but you're unable to express them, which means that and other people um, 
express their ideas and get chosen for promotion. Some of you may feel like you don't know the right words to say when having difficult conversations and as a result you avoid conflict and difficult conversations. And some of you may feel like you're not ready to go for opportunities and you feel like you don't have it all together but unfortunately that opportunity never comes. And as a result of all of these things, you may feel like you have limited impact in the workplace or you're not progressing as quickly as you can. And all of these things can lead to lower job satisfaction and that can lead to stress, burnout, and also poorer relationships at work. And that's not what I want for you at all. Um, But I know that you can turn these things around. I've done it myself and I, I help I've helped a number of clients or many, many clients do the same thing as well. Um, So that's what today is all about. Today, we're going to explore some ways in which you can feel confident in your ideas and also to speak up and assert yourself in meetings and also to put your ideas out there in order to then have a greater influence in the workplace. And if you can do this, it's going to help you to be more effective at your work, to feel good about the impact you're making, and also to be first, um, to be top of mind for, um, uh, for promotion and for taking on other big projects in the eyes of your management. Does that sound good? Everyone says yes. Awesome. And then I would give a short introduction to myself. So that's, there you go. That's an example of how an intro might flow. And as you can hear, it's, it's not really long, um, but it hits on what the audience is really feeling. And this is what you need to do if you want to connect with your audience. You absolutely must. And they're going to love when you open in, um, your presentation like this because it's unusual. Not many people do that. So I challenge you to give this a go. And, you know, if you feel that you need more help with it, if you're struggling a little bit, if you want to make a true impact and connect with your audience, then do reach out because, you know, this is what I help my clients to do. Um, I was working with a client the other day, like I mentioned, around um, helping her simply open her speech. Because once we got the opening done, she was fine. She was good to go. She knew her content, but it was the opening she was struggling with. So I invite you to do reach out to me and um, if you want more help with this, I'm happy to have a conversation with you around your goals, your challenges, what you're looking to achieve and what's holding you back. And we'll explore to see if coaching is right for you and whether it's uh, one-on-one working with me or with the group coaching program that I'm running in October. Uh, Oh, that reminds me. So Late October, October 24th, that's when the next online group coaching program for women is starting. So if you want to um, have more skill, uh, skill, um, you're already skilled. If you want to have more confidence and influence and impact in the workplace through being able to speak up, communicate powerfully um, and stop doubting yourself as well, Feeling, feeling good about yourself and your ideas and going for opportunities. That's what this program is designed to help you achieve. So if that sounds like something you want to explore now, if you're ready to make changes in your life and at work 
and you want to stop feeling inadequate or feeling like you have limited impact, then don't continue on feeling that way. Do reach out to me and we'll explore if the program um, is a fit for you. Go to thecmethod.com slash group coaching. There will also be links in the podcast um, description in your app as well. So check that for all the links. Okay. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in with uh, in today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and gained some new insights into how to be a more impactful speaker. I will talk to you next week. Keep on being awesome. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed. <laughs>